Hello and a big welcome to Lionhearted Marketing. This is the podcast where bold businesses learn to evolve from haphazard marketing to creating seamless evergreen customer journeys. If you've shifted away from the exhausting cycle of big launches to the more sustainable rhythm of an evergreen sales model, but are now finding that audience growth has become your new issue, I'm here to help. Here, we are not about chasing the next big thing. Instead, we're focused on creating a system and strategy that supports a steady stream of sales by using Facebook ads, strategic email, and content that creates connection. A robust evergreen sales strategy needs a robust evergreen marketing strategy to give you that stability and growth you crave in your business. And that is exactly what we talk about every Tuesday here on the podcast. I'm Sophie, your guide on this journey, a tea enthusiast, marketing strategist, and specialist in demystifying the art of funnels, or as I love to call them, joyful journeys. My mission? To guide you in building a marketing ecosystem that tirelessly supports your business, ensuring growth without the endless hustle. Join me every Tuesday for a dose for my lion-hearted approach to marketing. We'll dive into practical strategies as well as have inspirational conversations that will support you to sustainable business growth and take your business to new heights with a calm confidence. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Lionhearted Marketing. Now, today also marks the first episode of season two. I've decided that I'm not going to be releasing podcasts in the school holidays um, and so they're going to act as natural breaks to the podcast. Here in the UK, we have just had October half term, and I have had a very busy few weeks in the background getting myself prepared for the last uh, six or seven weeks of the year, which is uh, slightly terrifying. And I always think this time of year is really interesting. Like after the summer holidays, we come into September, which is a really big launch month, often for service based businesses who often launch uh, courses, you know, to get stuff done before. Christmas um, and also for e-com as well, obviously building into um, Black Friday, uh, Christmas and then the January sales. And then again in January, we've also got another big period often for service businesses, kicking off programs. What what I've realized this year is that actually I'm not really caught up in that kind of launching energy. Most of my clients have moved over to more of an evergreen approach. They don't love that adrenaline, big launch, keeping your fingers crossed hoping that you're going to get the results that you want. Um, They actually are really valuing safety, sustainability, freedom, building a life where they kind of have that, those clients coming into their world all the time. And actually that launch energy is not what they want for their nervous system, for their business, for their marketing, for their sales. So actually what I'm finding is that lots of my clients are running more evergreen models now. And that's probably because that's what I'm doing. I like a really calm, regulated nervous system. I don't like piling on lots of work and pressure. I'm really prone to burnout. I've moved towards more of an evergreen model. But what I wanted to talk about today was this shift towards evergreen. Because what I found from creating my own evergreen course last year, but also with clients, is that what's really attractive to it is that you get these more consistent months, you bring people in you know, month in, month out, that's what's kind of really attractive about it. It's not about bringing loads of new people in, it's about sort of drip feeding people into your world all the time. However, what I found is there's a massive gap in support, uh, information, and just kind of people talking about the fact that to actually get those clients month in, month out, it can be really quite challenging if you haven't got the marketing system in the background to back that up. 
And especially because often, you know, if you're starting out or you have one-to-one clients that you've kind of been filling quite nicely organically, you kind of have that nice drip feed of clients coming in and you feel like, oh, maybe if I just did more marketing, I could fill an evergreen course every month. Or you've run a launch model. You've done some really big launches. You understand what you need. There's a big focus on how you structure it and having that event for people to get to know you and lots of focus time on that. The reality is if you don't put a system in place that brings people in, gives them a path to follow and kind of creates that connection with you and you just rely on organic marketing, you can burn out having an evergreen strategy just as easily as you can burn out doing a launch strategy. And that's what I think that's missing for a lot of people who've moved over to an evergreen strategy at the moment is that shift in their marketing as well. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. So first, what I want to dig into is evergreen versus launches. What does it mean to me? What am I talking about? What kind of comes up? There's lots of variations within it, just like anything. But at its most extreme, you know, when I'm talking about launches, I'm talking about, you know, having two, three, four launches a year, as in that's the only way people can join that program. So if they don't join then, they have to wait to the next one. But also, if you don't get enough people in, that's, you know, that's the cap on your income. That's the cap on the amount of people that are going to be able to join that program. Now, marketing-wise, you're going to have normally a lot of emails. You're going to be able to nurture people very quickly. It's quite intense. So often, you know, you'll be using ads. You're going to bring people onto your email list, usually to join some kind of connection event, whether that's a masterclass, a three-day challenge, a five-day event, whatever it is. And then afterwards, you're going to have a real focus on converting them. So whether that's, you know, your email, your organic social media, your could be podcasts, it could be, you know, whatever it is, there's going to be a cl- an open cart date and a closed cart date. And then using that deadline to make people kind of decide whether they're going to join or not. From there, often the cohort then runs together. So everyone starts on one day, everyone finishes on one day, and everyone runs through the content together. So that once it actually starts, no one can really be added to it because everyone's kind of going through through everything together. Now, if the, as I've said, if the launch doesn't go as well as you've hoped, that can create a real gap in your finances. That can be really stressful. You're going to have to think about how you can top your income up, especially if you don't have any other easy offers to sell. Also, I often find clients structure their launches around the school year. So, you know, launching in September, January, and then around Easter. However, the reality is that, you know, when you're running the program, you take your eye off lead gen because you're kind of delivering the program, you have great experience, you don't do your audience growth, so that when you are then ready to launch, um, and you've got to go back into that launch energy, often you're doing that over the school holidays, which can be really, really hard, because the reason you're often running it like that is because you don't want to work in the school holidays. So it can be quite intense, and that's often why I find clients, and me as well, have burnt out in the past, because you're either running a high intensity program or supporting your clients, making sure they're getting great results, or you're then going into a big like launch period and then you're straight into delivery again. So yes, it's nice to kind of compartmentalize things. And I think a lot of people that love the launching model, love the fact that they only have to focus on kind of really hardcore lead gen a couple of times a year. And then in between, they can just focus on client delivery. But I do think there's a flip side of that in that It really depends on when you want to be launching and how you want to kind of run your business, what that, what the energy is that you kind of want to um, have around your business. And for me, that 
impact, like that stress and focus and pressure on that those few weeks, um, hoping that the outcome is going to be good. It doesn't fit with my values. It doesn't fit with the way I want to run my life. And that's actually why I don't run launch ads for people, really, especially not high intensity launches, because I find the idea of just running ads for a couple of weeks, hoping we get great results, not having a huge amount of time to test, quite stressful. And it's a huge amount of pressure on the uh, performance of those ads with very little kind of room for maneuver. And so I came across the evergreen model and within the evergreen world, there are honestly like a lot of variations as well. So you can have like true evergreen, I guess, which is where someone can join your program or one-to-one like at any time. So, you know, when they want to join, it's available, they sign up. There's often like pre-recorded content that they then kind of get started on and everyone kind of goes through at their own pace. And then there's often like a wider community that people join with everyone kind of supporting each other. For me, when I was running my program, I did a, I guess it's a slight hybrid, if you like. So I enrolled people every two months. Um, I had an enrollment date. So I was like, okay, you know, we're going to be enrolling on the 15th of October. And people started as a cohort and they would kind of run through the content. But it was very much running through the content at their own pace. There wasn't like, okay, this week we're doing module one, this week we're doing module two. They just all started the content at the same time. And then they were in a group of people who were at all different stages. So all the cohorts overlapped. They all had the same group. And there would just be five to 10 people joining every couple of months. And I guess I definitely used some elements of a launch model. I really loved running live masterclasses. Um, I didn't run ads to them though. And I didn't do like a huge deadline, lots of emails, bonuses, sales page kind of vibe. It was much more relaxed. It was much more nervous system friendly. And afterwards, there wasn't like a huge push to get people in. It was much more like, if you want to join, this is the next date. And I find that was a good sort of hybrid for me. However, what I really struggled with, and I know other clients and uh, my peers have struggled with as well, is that you can run lead ads to kind of bring people into your world. But the problem is that I was kind of never knowing if they were going to read my lead magnet, you see my emails, come and follow me on Instagram. But I struggled to create that sort of deeper connection. Like I ran live masterclasses, but often I'd just kind of be putting the invite out there, hoping that people saw it. I didn't really feel like I was in control. And that was probably the biggest thing for me. And it's often clients say that to me quite a lot. It feels quite passive. It feels like I'm going to bring people into my world and then I'm just going to put a load of stuff out there on email and Instagram and even like my podcast and just hope people see it, listen to it, read it, read it and get to know me and hope that they just become clients over time. I think even listening to other people in the industry who run evergreen programs, they say things like often like, yes, it takes like six to nine months for someone to come on my list and eventually buy from me. And absolutely, you know, when you bring people in, there will be momentum that you build over time and that, you know, people aren't necessarily just going to buy from you straight away. But what I found was that that waiting to know, like, are they going to consume my content? Are they going to get to know me? Or have they totally switched off? It's so different from the launch structure because with the launch structure, it's much more defined. They come into your world, you're running a you know, three-day program, they come into your Facebook group, there's a lot of interaction, a lot of engagement. You know, they're commenting, you're replying, there's prizes, bonuses, deadlines, masterclasses. There's really clear boundaries and expectations about what you want someone to do, how they're going to do it. Um, and, you know, you're putting your best stuff out there, your best emails, your, you know, the best masterclass, your best organic content. 
You've got all that time, energy and and focus on this one thing. So what I realized was that I wanted more of that launch structure in my business. I wanted to curate a journey for these people coming into my world, but I didn't want that launch energy. I I didn't want that pressure, the, the prizes and the timers and the, you know, all the stuff that didn't really fit with how I wanted to work and certainly didn't fit with this kind of karma energy that I wanted to have in my business. So as I was starting to think about how I could implement that with my business, I started working with clients who were having really similar problems. And I, we started to work on how we could curate their journeys. How can we make it more so that when people come into your world, they know the, the guidelines, the journey, you know, yes, the funnel. People shy away from that word, um, kind of a bit synonymous with sleazy, but I think it's really important to map out what you want someone to do, have that really clear journey, but on more of an evergreen basis rather than for a specific launch. So thinking about questions like, how can I get people to see my best content all the time? How can I show them content that's going to help them get to know me, like what my values are, what my energy is, without just hoping they're going to come across me on Instagram um, or that the algorithm's going to show them my content? So I went, I went about this doing what I do best, ads. I also love email marketing um, and I have obviously this podcast as well. Um, and I'm going to talk you through that uh, model that I ended up creating and using for myself and also for my clients as well. But before I do that, I'm going to talk you through the three strategies that I see people using when they've moved over to an evergreen sales strategy or model. But what they haven't done is adapted their marketing to support that um, and kind of be evergreen as well. So there are three approaches I tend to see. The first is just using organic. So often this is the idea of, well, I'm just going to do more organic, more posts, more emails, get people on the email list and then try and get them to buy from me at some point. The next is what I like to call um, a bit of a 2020 hands off, totally hands free, automated webinar tends to be where you run ads to a pre-recorded webinar. And then you have a lot of sales pages that try and get people to either book a call or buy from you. And the third one is where you just use ads to grow your email list. And it's kind of exactly what I've described that I did before. And um, I've worked with a lot of people on this because it actually did used to work really well, but it's not working as well anymore. And I'm going to talk a bit about that later. It's where you get people on your email list and you just kind of hope that they're going to see what you are offering in terms of in terms of social media, email and all the other kind of content you're creating. I don't recommend any of those three approaches solely on their own, and I'm going to explain to you why now. Now, with organic content, if you are relying on people having the time, energy, and inclination to get to know you, to read your content, to get to know your personality, and to come back time and time again to see what you're up to, that can be really, really tricky. And often when people are using this strategy, what people say to me is, yeah, when people sign up and work with me, they love me, they get incredible results. And they always try and work with me again, like they stay in my world loads. But I just can't get enough people to see me, connect with me. And often what I find is that they haven't necessarily nailed their cold messaging. So when they people find them, there's a lot of content for them to consume on their Instagram. And then once they've consumed it, they really like get it. But what they are not seeing like is that that messaging straight away to hook them in. They're having to rely on the delving into the messaging and getting to know the person. Also, there's just not enough people finding the organic content. So like hoping you're going to go viral or just putting more content out there and hoping Instagram is going to, you know, reach more people. It's just a really time consuming, exhausting process. 
And the biggest issue with that is that when you stop posting or if you have time off or you want to kind of focus on something else, then everything stops. So people stop finding you, you stop getting DMs, you know, you stop getting your in, your audience growth just pauses until you kind of come back to it. So you need a system that's running that doesn't rely solely on you. And often what I see is when someone has got their whole audience growth relying just on them. And whether you might have a social media manager or a VA as well, you know, there might be a system in place. Even so, if you're not providing the content, if you are not there, your energy is not there, you're not on stories, there's not that visibility, and you take time off, everything starts to kind of grind to a halt. That doesn't feel safe. That feels incredibly stressful. It feels like you can't switch off from your business. You can't have time off. You need to be there. It can be really stressful and it can be really unpredictable in terms of like, how many people am I going to get into my evergreen course this month, next month, the month after? Because, you know, how much am I going to be able to show up to be able to get those people in? The next one is this traditional like 2020s evergreen funnel. It was hugely popular when I started my business five or six years ago. It does continue to be popular. However, I feel like people maybe are a little bit tired of going through them, a little bit wary. I certainly am. I don't really enjoy being sold to in this way. I'm not saying any of these methods are wrong and some of some really big, big successful businesses use them. People like Amy Porterfield uses this a lot and I've been part of her funnels and like she delivers really great pre-recorded um, webinars. But there is something about watching a webinar that's pretending to be live when you know full well it's like 3am in America and it's absolutely not, that just for me just doesn't feel, I don't know, just doesn't feel aligned, doesn't feel like the kind of experience I want my potential clients to have. And aside from that, it's also quite expensive funnel to test. So you are going to be running ads to masterclass, pre-recorded masterclass, which again is more expensive than going for a PDF because you're asking for more of people's time, more commitment, more, you know, more of what you're asking for a bigger action. And then from there, you're going to ask them to either book a call or buy from you straight away. There's going to be something, you know, some sort of um, countdown on bonuses, you know, something to nudge them. And then like often a, an automated email sequence afterwards, just all talking about sales, like getting them to buy. Now, first of all, like to run this kind of funnel, you need to know your numbers inside and out. You need to be tracking every single element of this, what's working, what's not. And you need to understand how much you are able to spend on getting someone signing up to that webinar based on how many people you're converting at the other end because it is going to cost you more to get those people into that funnel. Um, and it absolutely can work, but it involves a huge amount of testing, a lot of money up front. And I think people think that this kind of funnel is going to be really passive. Um, passive and evergreen are very different. And I think even if you wanted to set up something that was totally hands-free and evergreen, you are still going to need to be very much engaged in how it's doing, how it's performing and what's kind of going on. And I think the biggest struggle people who have tried this come to me with is that struggle to get people to connect. Like, yes, they're watching a pre-recorded masterclass. Often they know it's pre-recorded. That connection just isn't there. That um, understanding of your values and your energy and kind of getting to know like the bigger picture of what you offer rather than just that one specific thing they're trying to sell you. At the moment, connection is really important for people and especially when they're a bit more cautious about spending. And that's where I think the automated webinar really falls down. So the third method is one that I've used and that clients have used and has worked really well, but I am finding that at the moment it's not working as well on its own and you need to have more of a system, which is what I'll talk about next. 
But this one is using Facebook ads to grow your email list. Now, the mechanism works really well. I'm totally here for it, okay? So you're, you're putting your lead magnet out there and you are getting people on your email list. However, it's just not enough anymore. And what I was finding is that I can work with clients and bring people in on their email list. The ads would work really well. They'd go on the email list. And maybe before, like in the last few years, you could then just nurture them on your email list, put content out on your Instagram, and people would kind of engage and, and find you. And I think this is where people are struggling now is that you need to be a lot more active around that. It's a really passive approach. You're just kind of hoping people are going to see your content. And actually, that's where you end up burning out because you're just kind of creating more and more, never quite knowing whether they're actually going to buy from you or not. And this is where burnout and the frustration really comes in because what it felt like was like, I've got all these people on my email list and, you know, I'm going to, I'm putting all this Instagram content out and I'm doing all this stuff, but I don't know, is anyone going to buy from me or not? And you have to just sort of trust that at some point people will start converting. But it's a really difficult place to kind of live in that panic around, am I going to get anyone? I don't know how many warm leads I've got for this month. I haven't actually got any calls booked. What do I do when my income dips or I get caught up doing something else and I haven't been kind of nurturing people? And that's the question I get a lot is, how can I have it so that I'm bringing people in and I'm actually warming them up? So I've always got a pool of people who are going to be ready to buy from me. Now, if you're solely reliant on warming people up organically, it's relentless again. So you've got to putting those leads in at the top, you're going to pouring people in You've got all this stuff going on in the middle, emails, social media, podcasts, whatever it is. And then you're sort of waiting a bit like a slot machine, like hoping they're going to fall out the bottom. You know, like clients are just going to suddenly appear and be like, I'm ready to buy. You've got no visibility of what's going on, what they're doing, if they're engaging with it, if they're not. And you're running your whole business, keeping your fingers crossed that somehow clients will start buying from you. And that doesn't feel safe to me. That doesn't feel sustainable. It doesn't feel like a way that I want to be running my business. And that was a real trigger for me to change the way I work myself and also for my clients. So you might be wondering then, how can you be more active? Surely it's, you know, it's the same pieces of the puzzle. You've got your lead ads, your social media, your podcast, you know, some kind of long form engagement content and also your email marketing. And the key to this really is creating this like curated journey. So where we start is by creating content that's valuable, showcases your energy and expertise and it's all about connection remember this is about people getting to know you quickly this is not a case of volume like loads of social media it's actually about strategically thinking like okay if every single person that came into my world could see three instagram posts from me what would they be if they could listen to three podcast episodes what would they talk about you know if they could read three blogs watch three youtube videos whatever it is like what would they be okay really thinking about that then obviously you've got to go and create that. That's the first step. The next step is that you need your lead magnet to lead into that content. So you need a lead magnet that gives value, but it's also really, really specific. Like, is it the first step for someone working with you? Okay, what is it for? Who is it helping? And the thing I see here is, is it way too general? Like, is it clear who it's repelling as well? What we don't want to be saying, like if you're an Instagram coach, what we don't want to be saying is, you know, how to create uh, a really great Instagram bio, okay? What you want to have a, is a lead magnet that's something much more like uh, how to convert clients in your DMs using my um, three-step framework. Because not only is that giving someone a really super specific strategy, like converting clients in your DMs, 
So if anyone is not interested in doing that, then they're not going to download it. But also you're showing people that it's your mechanism, like it's specific to you, it's your framework, it's how you do it. And that's really, really key as well. So that's how you make your whole system, your whole journey a lot more specific and impactful because you have your lead magnet that's really specific and then all of your strategic content feeds on from that. So you might have a podcast around, you know, why using DMs to convert clients is an effective way. You might have, you know, social media content on best opening lines for speaking to someone in your DMs, whatever it is. You're going to be building on that. The next thing we're going to do is be creating ads to put this kind of content in front of people who've downloaded your lead magnet. So you're going to have your lead ads coming in. People will be downloading that. It resonates with a specific type of person. And then this strategic content, so a mix of long form content, you know, short form for social media, we're then going to be sending them to that content. Saying like, hey, you've joined my world. This is the kind of content you're going to be seeing from me. Okay. We're going to stop relying on Instagram to show it to them. We're going to stop relying on the algorithm and we're going to use really low cost ads. So then what we're going to do in our email sequence, so once someone joins our world, they're going to go through our welcome sequence and we're going to start using these links to this content in the email sequence. We're going to be sending them there. We're going to be saying, instead of saying, hey, you know, go and follow me on Instagram, you're going to say, hey, go and watch this video that's going to help you solve this problem. Or I've got a great podcast, go and listen to this episode. You're not going to say just generally like, listen to my podcast, go watch, you know, go and find me on Instagram. We're going to get really specific about how you can help them and with what you're helping them with. So you're getting really, really specific when you're creating this journey so that people see exactly what you want them to see. And then the last piece of the puzzle is whether you want them to book a call with you or if you've got a low low cost product, ideally, you want to start to sell that to them. Because in an ideal world, that's going to be a next step. So you've got the lead magnet, you've got some content, and then we've got like a next step that can then help them. They're going to be looking for this. They're going to be like, great, I want, I want your scripts for your DMs on Instagram, whatever it is, because that makes total sense to me. I'm totally bought into this. And then once we can get people buying that low cost uh, resource, it can offset the cost of our ads. And suddenly what we're doing is we're putting our leads in at the top. We're tracking everything that's going on so we can see what links people are clicking on in emails. We can see, you know, we're redirecting them to our social media content. And we're seeing what they're buying. We're seeing who's buying. Suddenly, you know, clients are coming out the bottom and it's not a surprise. We can see them moving through. We can see who got stuck right at the top. We can see who's engaging in our organic content. We can see who's coming out the bottom and buying from us. It's not a surprise anymore. It's actually really visible, really clear. And you can then make tweaks to kind of improve every single step. And that's where you then avoid the burnout because you don't have to feel like if you step away from your business, if you go on holiday or if you just focus on, you know, doing something else within your business, not just being visible all the time or having to create content all the time, you're actually, your business keeps going. Okay. The whole system works without you. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're never going to be engaged. You still need to be visible on your Instagram. You still need to be writing to your email list, but suddenly it doesn't all rely on you. Like it's still working. Things are still happening. People are still becoming clients, even when you're not around, which is just such a massive game changer. And then the final thing I just want to say on this is that it creates momentum as well. Like momentum of people coming into your business, joining your email list, engaging with you on social media, DMing you, like you feel that connection with your audience. Like you can build up that two-way trust, that two-way connection. And then people can, can really feel your energy as well. 
without you having to spend a a huge amount of money on ads if you're offsetting them with the with the low cost offer but also like without you having to be on 24/7 so i hope that was of use i hope that was interesting and has given you like a, a new way of thinking about how you're going to fill your evergreen program because if you're hoping that it'll just kind of fall into place more people will kind of find you i i just want to say to you that is like a surefire way to burn out. And I really would just think about how you can get a system in place so that people are coming into your world all the time and you're not waiting for them. Now, if this sounds like something you're interested in and want to use potentially in 2023 and early 2024, um, I'm fully booked for one-to-one, but there are three opportunities that you can work with me in 2023. So the first one is if you are listening to this around the time that it's actually released, you might have the opportunity to be in the, my new group incubator. It's called Ignite Incubator. I'm running it alongside Colette Macbeth. And this is for people who are really looking to get support with their messaging and their ads as well. We're running as an incubator. We're running these really active, dynamic cycles where we're going to help you with your messaging. Then we're going to test it using ads. Um, we're going to help you with your lead magnet, your low-cost offer. We're going to help you with your strategic content, everything around it, we're going to help you build out. It's six months and it's a really small group. It's the first time we're running it, so it's the beat around and it's half price. And at the time of recording, there's only two spots left. So if you're interested, I will put the um, link in the show notes. You will get an email once you've signed up with the details. Have a read, get in touch ASAP um, if you are interested. If you pay in full as well, we are actually giving you £500 towards your ad spend. Um, so there's a huge incentive for joining um, and I'm incredibly excited about getting started. We start on the 6th of November, unless of course we sell out before, in which case the link will go through to the waitlist and you can sign up to the waitlist for the next time that we open it, which will probably be January. The second thing I'm launching, and this is brand new to me, this is a DIY course. This is called Leap and it's all about how to set up the marketing system that I was just talking about, that curated journey to fill your evergreen program. So exactly what I've been talking about. It's a DIY course. You can follow all the steps. You're going to implement them yourself and get incredible results. Training is an area that I absolutely love. It's incredibly action orientated. It's all videos. You can just follow along next to me. And there will be some opportunities as well to have some interaction with me, whether that's a one-to-one, a group community, or even me reviewing your ads. So there'll be lots of different options around that. It's going to go live in November for an early bird price. The actual course is going to be starting in January and go live. But in November, there will be an early bird offer with some special bonuses as well. There's a wait list that you can join to make sure you can get first details of that. And that will be in the show notes as well. And then finally, for the first time sort of publicly, I'm offering uh, VIP days. Now, I already offer these to current clients. But I'm going to be offering these out much more in 2024. And I have one spot left for 2023. So if you're interested in this, you're probably already running ads, but maybe they're just getting people on your email list and you don't feel like you have the whole system kind of there and in place. And you just really want to get it up and running and done um, before the end of the year so that, you know, in January you can hit the ground running. It's a VIP day, one-to-one, you and me. We'll get the whole system up and running and then there'll be four weeks support afterwards to make sure that you're optimizing it and you're getting the best results properly as possible. So I have one of those left now for 2023. If you're interested, pop me a DM um, saying like VIP day and I'll send you over the details. 
So I hope this has been a lot of food for thought for you and insight into evergreen marketing and how you really need to evolve it if you are running an evergreen model for your business. Thank you so much for listening. As ever, if you've got any thoughts or found this interesting or helpful, do let me know and I will speak to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Before you dash off, I have a small but mighty favor to ask. If you could hit the subscribe button, you'll get new episodes delivered straight to you every Tuesday morning. And if this episode struck a chord with you, I'd be over the moon if you could take a moment to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Your words not only brighten my day, but they're the magic that helps the others discover our Lionhearted community. Again, thank you so much for spending your time with me, Sophie, here at Lionhearted Marketing. See you next week.